You're listening to The Bob and Bo Show. Here are your hosts, Ty Bob, Ty Bo, and Sean. You boys hate soccer, but I want to start off on this because this deal is ridiculous. I don't know if you guys been on Twitter yet today. I've, I've, I've heard, I saw all the stuff that you posted in, in our group way before you put it in there. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. I throw it in there for, for the show mainly, so I remember I, as right. well. I, I get that. I'm just, but, uh, everything said breaking news. I was like, bro, I saw this like hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get to get on my phone that much at work, right? Uh, I was just on fucking Zooms all day. It was, sounds about right. Well, uh, the his name is Kylian Mbappe. If you do not follow football or soccer, uh, uh, he is a French international. I believe he's 22 years old. Uh, no, one of the best. John, do you know who he is? I know who he is. I didn't know if he was 22 years old or not. Uh, I mean, he's super 20, young. 22 I mean, years old. Is he like the, the best, best of the best? Ever. Is he worth this he's, deal? Like, yes. Nobody is worth the deal that we're talking about. There's nobody because here's here's the thing. You want to talk he about Messi's won, first goal at Inter Miami? That's what I thought you were we'll talking get, about. We'll get there too. I want to I want to get there, but this deal is ridiculous. So Kylian Mbappe plays for the Paris Saint Germain, one of the largest teams in the world. Uh, he has one year left on his deal. Now he is French. He went from Monaco to PSG. Uh, a few years ago, became a world beater, one of the best players there is, won a World Cup, um, and has been up for for player of the year uh, across the country. He's got one year left on his deal, and he wants to go to Real Madrid in Spain. Uh, he wants to go play for one of the Galacticos, right? Uh, they don't have the money to necessarily buy him, and I don't think they they want him, but they don't want to pay the money that is needed to get him. Uh, when you left on his deal, they don't want to pay the money the fucking Saudis are going to fucking shell out. Well, uh, yeah, I mean nobody is able to pay the money that the Saudis are able to pay out because it's the it comes from the government, not the team. That's the the thing with the Saudi league is is the government pays for the players, not the not the teams. They, it, it's a weird system how they have it set up. Um, but basically, Saudi has come in and they said, okay, you know what? We know you want to go to Real Madrid. We know you're young. We will give you. Paris, 300 million euros. And Killian, we will give you 773 or 776 million dollars for a one-year contract. And then you can walk away for free and go sign with anybody else that you want. We don't ask for payment back. That's it. We will pay one billion to over one billion dollars to have you at our club or one of our clubs for one single season. That's that's that's, that's almost a hundred. That's almost a hundred million more than the next closest transfer fee, and those fees typically are for world beaters, guys who are the best of the best, but also generally have multiple years left on their contracts. We're talking three, four, five years left on contracts, not one year. One year, you're lucky to get you know twenty to thirty for the best players in the world. We're talking three hundred million plus. Twenty-two dollars, twenty-two euros per second for it for fifty-two weeks. I think it was. I think it was uh, fourteen point three million dollars per week is uh, is what they were talking about. So that is a, a ridiculous amount of money. I think he's turned it down already because uh, that would be a wasted move. Uh, but good, good, good on him. Uh, get away from the Saudi oil money as well. 
Would you take that deal, Tybo? Life-changing money? Probably. One year out of your prime, <laughs> you, uh, you don't get to play for the teams that you want. You don't get to play for uh, for anything of significance, but you do get almost a billion dollars. Yeah, I mean, if a, if a, if a Saudi fucking oil lord is going to, you know, give me a fraction of, of his earnings like I, i'm i'm gonna take it i really don't i really don't <laughs> care what what has what comes with it <laughs> you to sign the live golf deal yeah <laughs> staying on soccer sean you wanted to talk about uh messi's last couple minute winner there against cruz azul in his debut hey i'm i'm Close enough. I might have to go down and catch a couple Inter Miami games. I know it's going to be fucking expensive now, but uh, good luck. They're not. They're sold out. Ah, you can find scalpers. for real, dude. They sold out that like every single rest of the game that Miami has for the rest of this season has been sold out since before Messi signed the deal. Oh, I didn't know that. It's also and Miami, though. Wanted, yeah, they don't really if you want to get in, I mean, very well. I'm I'm sure they'll there will be you know secondhand tickets on the market, uh, but the premium on that I I, I do not know for certain. Uh, but what I've seen so far is, is like four or five hundred dollars a ticket. Well, you're see nice messy. thing is I I think the uh, I think the stadium is a little bit closer to you. They're not in uh, Miami. I think I believe they're in Fort Lauderdale is where. The, the stadium is located. I guess it's not too far away from him. I mean, well, Miami. It's Miami is they're in they're inter Miami, but the stadium isn't actually in Miami. It's just outside in the next city over. But Sean, tell us about tell us about the goal. Yeah, to go on to it, it was what uh PK in the ninety second, ninety fourth minute? Free free kick. Free kick, that's right. Soccer, Are we already soccer recording? Terms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we're going, man. God damn it! <laughs> Look at but the top yeah. left hand thing of your screen. I didn't even hear it. <laughs> you guys are dumb. Welcome back to the show, folks. <laughs> Here we are talking I'm about Tybo. Messi right Anyways, uh, free kick in what ninety fourth minute, late, late, extra it time. Was fucking beautiful, but American goal goalkeepers, come on, that's light work for the guy. It should have been a PK for him. So easy it was. It was basically PK range. Uh, you know, given the tactics of of MLS teams, I think we could probably be seeing him hit quite a few of those throughout his career. That's left. Here in the United States. The craziest part really... is all the other athletes there watching him for somebody like that to garner th- those type of athletes to come watch you. That's why. If, uh, if only Ronaldo wasn't greedy, he, we'd be seeing him here in Kansas City. Decided to take that Saudi money. I mean... We were just talking about it, fellas. He's, but he's already made billions of dollars 
Come yeah, over here. But... And the the thing is, is you go over, you go over there and you make a little bit of money, but just like Messi, if you come over here, you're going to get a portion of a team that is going to generate you more money than that contract will in exponentially. I understand all that, but Messi's in Miami and no offense to KC, but Ronaldo's not a Kansas City Midwest guy. No, no, he's not. Who was talking about KC? Ronaldo. It was when Ronaldo signed. He he left his his uh, his. Oh club, no, I do remember. It was it was yeah. it was down to either coming to Sporting Kansas City bum, or bum, going bum, to bum, 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 bum. Sporting. And uh, he decided to take three hundred million dollars a year to play for Al Hilal, which he's almost been banned from the the country already. So Is it, it seems that Al Hilal. Yeah, uh, but it would have been. I think it would have been better for him to come over to MLS. I think he would have made more money uh, throughout the rest of his lifetime in the MLS than he would in that three hundred million dollars for however many years that he's he's going to be there in in Saudi. Yeah, I mean, that's what he does, man. He gets the money. That's also went- the obvious difference between Ronaldo and Messi, though. Messi is always the more savvy guy, the more. I don't know. I mean, he is he is kind of flashy too with some of his moves, but like He's Ronaldo is very much me, 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 and Messi is. I don't know. plays plays the long game. Is more team oriented. Like I don't know. No, he is. And talk about that long game. You know, he's getting a percentage of the Adidas jersey sales that are going on. He's getting a percentage of the Apple TV subscriptions. He's getting a percentage of ticket sales. And then on top of that, he when his career is over and he's done playing, at least in the MLS, he gets a percentage of a team. So he's just going to be rolling in the money more than he already is, bar none. And living in Miami ain't bad. Playing against lesser competition in the MLS, too. Yeah. Add them stats. You can't you can't lump his American stats in. You, it's going to be like an aside, like an asterisk or something. <laughs> like, right. Is, is Ibrahimovic oh, still yeah. playing in L.A.? Uh, no, he went uh, and played for AC Milan in uh, Italy uh, a few years ago. And he has since retired. Good for him. He has since retired. Uh, hated he his at, hated a, his attitude, but he was one of my favorite guys to watch. Well, I love to his play attitude. with on FIFA. You want to talk about a guy that's all me, me, me? Yeah, that guy. And it was glorious to watch. <laughs> LeBron, when he went to LA, LeBron sent him a signed jersey. He signed it and then sent it back to LeBron. What? <laughs> That shit's funny to me, but I'm talking about like his attitude on the soccer pitch. Like, here to elaborate, he's just a, I don't know, he's just a little <laughs> bitch, man. <laughs> like, Zlat is not somebody you would want as a teammate. I, I mean, I, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna take. We take that. We you take that from the outside. I, there are a lot of people that he has played with that said he is a very good teammate. You just don't want to be people say that about LeBron too, but I also I, I don't want him. Um, I don't want LeBron on my team. LeBron's not in my all-time starting top five. Well, that's just your opinion, man. 
It is. You're right. Now, if I'm playing FIFA, I will pick Sweden and just use Latin. <laughs> I will just use Ibrahimovic. <laughs> Do you use LeBron in 2K? No. I, I hate him enough to not use him in a video game. That's dedication right there. Yeah. Sounds like you got sure. a problem. I I hold weird grudges for no reason. What are some of these Never weird even met the guy. We may need, you know what? You've got a top five for today that we will get to. <laughs> I need a Tybo's top five grudges. That's coming Deal. next week. That's Deal. next week. I want that. The next Unlike Tybo's do... top five dance moves, because that is still in the works. It's coming, folks. Next right? week. Not next, next week. week. Guys, it's a production. You don't understand. <laughs> like, speaking of productions, we've got two that are coming out. We've got the Hard Knocks put on by HBO that is going to be showing the Jets. And then we've also been hit with the news of a renewal for the QB documentary or quarterback documentary on Netflix with the three new names that'll come from there. Let's start off with Hard Knocks and the Jets. Uh, Sean, you were saying that the uh, team was real unhappy about this? Yeah, I mean, Hard Knocks has been tremendously bad for the past few years. Uh, I don't think it's really done any teams very well, especially with the transition to a new quarterback. And a lot of new players in there. Don't see it going very I believe, well. I could see why they want to keep it away. I believe the language used by Aaron Rodgers was it was forced down their throats. I think this was not a this was not yeah. a choice made by the team. No, it was the NFL decided that it was going to be the Jets. They did not give anybody an option. They said HBO, this is who you're going to. HBO gave the NFL a list, and the NFL weighed the options and said, "This is the team you're going." And uh, if I if I read the quote correctly, I believe it was Robert Salo, the the head coach of the Jets, and said they were going to be limiting the access that HBO uh, gets, as they feel some of the moments. I, I believe the the verbiage used was inhumane. Cutting the players. On the players. Uh, Speaking of like cutting them and and their emotions during that time, uh, which I agree with, I don't think uh, I don't think that stuff should be videoed. Um, and I think HBO has done a poor job as of late, as so so much that I've quit watching Hard Knocks uh, over the last few years. Uh, so I honestly didn't even finish the Lions Hard Knocks. I didn't watch any of the in season Hard Knocks. Put on by Amazon. Oh, I didn't know that was a different. I didn't either. Thing. Amazon. So HBO does the preseason, uh, and then Amazon does a uh, does an in got uh, the rights to do an in season basic basic version of the Hard Knocks, uh, and I think it. I, I don't think it's done very well. Well, it wasn't last year the Cardinals? So shocker. I think that was the first year they started that. That's true. They had a lot of hype around them, and then that's how they ended. I don't know. Up. We we just we. We already put athletes in the spotlight so much to 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 put them on camera in certain moments like that. Like you apply that to let's call it let's call us civilians. Like you you don't want you don't want cameras in your job interviews. You don't want cameras when you get pulled into like your office at work and like you get like reprimanded or 
you know, put on a performance improvement plan or get fired. Like you, you don't want cameras at those moments of your life. So why, why, why are we treating these athletes like any different? Like it's just, and I honestly thought it was more independent. I thought, I thought it was, um, cause I, I, I didn't even know hard knocks did a, a, a chiefs, um, season. I had, I had zero idea. Did way not watch way. hard knocks for the longest time. Um, but I, I thought it was more independent. Like HBO was doing this, um, I guess with the consent of the NFL, but I didn't know the NFL had so much say in it. And it just, it kind of brings, brings you back around to how shitty the NFL is to players. I don't know how much the NFL has played into it in previous seasons. I think this may be along the lines of what the new CBA is the one that's recently come out and we'll get to kind of the, the whole running back thing and kind of get into the CBA later. Um, But the CBA that's out is running for another, I think five seasons. So that means that it was newly enacted. So this could be a portion that the NFL players association allowed or had the NFL tighten up when it comes to these sorts of things. So, uh, I, I think it's I think it's been in the past the NFL has allowed kind of that that freelancing opportunity that you were kind of talking about let these these companies kind of have free reign and however they do it and now now the NFL is kind of buttoning things up as uh, as the CBAs uh, get a little more constricted even for the shield and with like the team's reaction and Aaron Rodgers quote and everything I was super surprised to see the tweet that uh, talked about the next season of quarterback, I would not have guessed that Aaron Rodgers would have said yes to something like that. Um, given his attitude towards hard knocks, but I guess I'm missing the boat here. Yeah, that that was a surprise. It was a surprise, but I think in that instance, quarterback will make him out to be look better than he actually is than hard knocks. will. hard knocks will not care what happens while the quarterback is, solely based on him essentially yeah so the uh, Peyton Manning released information uh, I believe it was on the Pat McAfee show um earlier today Monday the 24th uh that that quarterback had been renewed on Netflix for another season the quarterbacks are going to be Daniel Jones Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen of the Bills um and I, I think I, d- I do agree with the Aaron Rodgers sentiment it's odd that he agreed to it but I think he gets to control the narrative much more because they're going to sit down and talk to him and he gets to answer questions the way that he wants to answer questions. Not so much in the HBO hard knocks where you don't know exactly what they're putting up because there's microphones everywhere and they're just capturing everything and then segmenting it out as it, as it comes forward. Yeah. I think the three quarterbacks that they picked are actually going to be a very interesting choice of quarterbacks. Over under on on uh, shrooms and ayahuasca talk for Aaron Rodgers on quarterback. Over under what? I don't know how I don't know how betting works like that, but uh, he's definitely going to talk about it. Over under, uh, uh, three and a half. Under three, really? three and a half, three, three and a half. What? He's going to talk about three and a half different. How times. many? How many times he talk? How many different times oh. Aaron Rodgers talks about ayahuasca or shrooms? 
three and a half. I think it's I think it's going to be one segment, one very long segment. Yeah, I think, I think that's Aaron Rodgers talking about his mental state and how he's prepared for the season and yeah, how he spent two days in darkness, but he actually had people deliver him food. Got to see the light. Living in a hole, man. What do you think of his haircut? It's like, no, you should fucking, you should cook your food in the darkness. (laughs) We think the, uh, the, the haircut, I, uh, I was surprised to see him go to New York and clean him, clean himself up a little bit. I think it's long overdue. I think he looked like shit with long hair. Um, I rock it much better than he does. Um, (laughs) He's a, a really bad knockoff John Wick. Um, yeah. That's enough. Speaking of another guy that uh, we don't like very much, there was some exciting news that came out from the NFL this week. Dan Snyder, owner of the Washington Commies, has officially sold the team being pushed out by the NFL. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember the name of the person who it is that bought it, but I believe it was for 6.06 Josh Harris for $6.06 billion. Um, Now that may seem like a lot of money. And of course, obviously it is. Uh, That's more than 2 billion more uh, than the Walmart family bought the Broncos for. However, part of that deal with the Washington commanders does include land, um, uh, for a new stadium in Virginia. Uh, I can't remember exactly where that site was located at, uh, but that that part of that deal does include the new land for the new stadium that they're they're going to be looking at building. So over six billion dollars for the team and then they're probably going to be putting another two billion dollars into a stadium. But Dan Snyder is officially gone after having done a PowerPoint presentation in an owner owner's meeting listing out all of the blackmail he has on each individual person and each individual person that was in the room like all all owners it was an owner meeting and he had a powerpoint presentation with blackmail that he had on each and every single person including the commissioner and that did not stop them what do you you think he's got what do you think he's got on the hunts Sons come from oil money, dude. <laughs> Here's the thing: there's not a there's not a single billionaire that is clean. Not a one. What do you define by clean? Well, what makes them dirty? Like I, I, I mean, even even if you look at it from just this simple standpoint, that in order to be a billionaire, so there, there's a difference. I think it's a. a if you look at it in, in 1 million seconds is like 12 days. Right. But if you look at a billion yeah, a, seconds, a billion is much larger than two years. Right. That's how numbers work. So get, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> <12 days. laughs> Thank you for the fucking math. Lesson. 12 days versus 32 years to get to a billion versus a million. So you would never be able to get, a billion dollars based upon your own hard work ethic or your own labor, which means that you have to take the labor of others. And in this economy, the way that we see it, that it, that means that you're most likely 
gaining one over on the workforce that you're using, underpaying so you're them. You're saying all billionaires for, have had to exploit correct. others to get where they're at. There you go. What about shorter terms? What about Killian Mbappe? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he'd be taking blood money, so it's not clean. Nah, (laughs) got him. But also on the way out, uh, Dan Snyder was fined sixty million dollars, which is correct. After having that sale for six point zero six billion, that's chump change. I was going to say, what does that do? That is a drop in the bucket. He, but you guys fine. know what that he's fine was for, right? Oh yeah, terrible no. fine. The whatever the what was it like the once our FBI a, came in and did a full on search. No, of, no, 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 no. It was it was for the season ticket holder. So there was uh, a, an older lady uh, who was a fan of the Washington Commanders and had season tickets for over it was like fifteen or twenty years, and there was one year uh, where she was. I think delinquent on a payment or uh, unable to make a payment at at one point in time, she asked for an extension and Dan Snyder revoked the extension and removed her tickets, took them away after being that season, had those seats for 15 or 20 years. And then, um, and then sued her on top of that. That is not what it's from. He he was from the sexual harassment charges. Yeah. Also, how can you find somebody for that? Running a private business, if someone misses a payment, like you have, you have one hundred percent the right to do what you want. Is it excessive and is it like petty and like not smart? There's more to that story than I'm leading on, but I don't. I don't think. I don't think the NFL could leak or whatever oh, right. entity right, find John. him. Like, yeah, yeah it was like for the, the uh, sexual harassment. Sorry, I read yeah. that. Uh, there he, there he goes again, just spouting something <laughs> so confident. <laughs> There's no way they're charging him sixty million for taking old ladies' season tickets. Like, <laughs> There's no authority to do that. Yeah, he has the authority to take her tickets if she misses a payment. And he's just a bad, asshole. bad business, especially with a loyal customer or a fan like that. But for a shit team, you're a shit team. Hopefully, they get that stadium up and running. They need a new stadium bad. They can't. They can't keep having hoop flow back up and through the stadium. Can't have the stadium almost kill a franchise quarterback. Multiple franchise quarterbacks, actually. The nation's capital, man. We've got as a uh, kid, got... I did think for the longest time that they they were in Washington State. It's very confused on why two teams would be in the state of Washington. I was like, that's a, such a bummy ass state. Like, I mean, we had two teams in Missouri. Yeah, but yeah, but we live here, so yeah, it's okay. <laughs> there, I don't live there anymore. Well, we are what one week not even into a training camp, uh, summer training camp, and we've already got injuries for the season. Right now, we're we're looking at uh, Naheem Hines, running back, former running back of the Colts, now with the Bills, 
out for the season with a knee injury, was on a jet ski, sitting idle on a jet ski, and got hit by another jet ski, tore his knee up, uh, and now is out for the season. If you don't know how to safely operate a motor vehicle on water, don't do it. Okay, Arrowhead Live. Oh, I saw that from somebody else. But, like, seriously, dude. Don't run into other people on a jet ski. There's a lot of water out there. Those things uh, turn pretty quickly. uh, To be able to run into somebody head on, you really have to not be paying attention. Well, I what happens is when you're out there, you get tunnel vision. And then when you get tunnel vision and you're going fast, I forget what there's there's a word for this, but it's like if there's something in your vision, you like can't help but gravitate towards it. Like your mind, like the more you focus on it, the more your mind is like drawing yourself to it. Um, but it's very it's very easy to. A, lose your bearings while you're going fast on a jet ski, and B, just fucking zone out and get tunnel vision and not be really aware of what's going on around you. That's why it's so damn dangerous. Um, But me, however, I was forced to get my boater's license when I was 14, so I don't have a problem operating a jet ski ever. Are you forklift certified? I am... Well, I was when I worked at Lowe's. It's probably uh, you look like the, somebody who'd be forklift certified. This, hey, the forklifts were cool, but it's all about the sidewinder. Okay, oh, that's the, the shit. Man. The, <laughs> the sidewinder was the shit. It's a, it's a more vertical machine, and it, I don't I don't have to explain it. It's awesome. it's badass when you can drive it. Now. That other guy that hit Naheem Hunt should definitely like be sued or something. The dude's missing a whole season of football because of someone else's ignorance. Like, I'm sure he will be. It's crazy. I Sean, wonder if I think, he was uh, drunk too. I might have been. You never know. Out on uh, people out on watercrafts and uh, in liquor uh, mixes. I think the rules don't apply. Mixes well and also not well at the same time. You want to talk about liquor on the water? Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> sure. Speaking of another injury, uh, big signing for the Detroit Lions, a guy that was supposed to improve their secondary majorly, CJ Gardner Johnson. Uh, what what the report was that I remember, if I remember correctly, he went down with a non-contact injury and was carted off. Uh, MRI, MRI came back clean though, so could still play this year, but that's. Scary betting on yourself on a one year deal whenever we could have a three year deal with Philly. Yeah, I don't I don't remember seeing anything that said how long he would be out for. But tragic. Any non contact injury. Well, it just like happened today. It's such so a bummer. Like it'll it'll take some time for for a report on time frame. Uh it it'll probably take a, at least a few days if not next week. And I guess like as an, as an athlete, I feel like that's that, that would just get you so angry. Like I was, I wasn't in the process of tackling or hitting anybody. Like I was straight up just trying to run or change direction and just like, ah, my knee's gone. My ankle's gone or some shit like that. Like that's, it's gotta be really frustrating. 
but it's also the risk that all athletes take. One of the reasons why they're paid so highly. We're fucking with these dudes' lives, man. Look at Antonio Brown. Talking about another guy who uh, who's had <laughs> who's had a, a small injury um, that could keep him out. We don't know how long. Chiefs' new wide receiver was hopefully the wide receiver number one. Kadarius Tony uh, took an injury, a non-contact as well on a punt return at camp today on Monday. Um, or no, I believe it was uh, earlier Sorry, over the it? weekend. Uh, yes, over the weekend and. Um, Doing a punt return, I think it was non-contact, tweaked his knee, Andy Reid said. Then Travis Kelsey had a uh, a, a large spiel on the podium uh, earlier today on Monday, and uh, it sounded like Kadarius Toney would be out either until the beginning of the season, maybe ready for game one, possibly not ready until later on uh, in the beginning portion of the season. So uh, a- a- Andy Reid did say he would go on Tuesday uh, to the presser and be able to give out more information. So we should know more probably about by the time you're hearing this, I would assume we already know what's going on with Kadarius Tony, but that is scary given that uh, behind him, we've only got MVS who is a veteran wide receiver, everybody else, still fairly new to the team or doesn't, doesn't have that much experience playing in the NFL. Um, and when you look at the free agents, there's not a whole lot out there. How do you guys feel? And how does this maybe shape up with Chris Jones asking for $30 million per season? Does a trade go along with that? Uh, not right now. This is not a good time to trade. They're going to trade Chris Jones. It was going to be before the draft, but I I think I saw a tweet by Kadarius Tony today. He's like, don't believe all the reports are not as true as they seem. Seven hours ago, the report was slightly wrong, but I'll definitely be back soon. Yeah. So, so the the injury news to me is more annoying than like terribly concerning. Like Kadarius Tony has the injury history, and even on the team last season, like he was banged up for a little bit. He had some he had some issues. So it, it's it's like I said, it's more like we have to deal with this because he's on our team. The guy. Probably Stroop. Help this guy out. Come on. Well, uh, I thought Schefter I... did put out a tweet or before Kadarius did. Uh, talking about um, how Kadarius did have off-season surgery on the knee to clean it up. So maybe it's it's just a tweak from that surgery. It wasn't fully healthy. Probably should have held himself out for a couple more weeks to to get there. Um, I don't know. Maybe not jump into punt returning duties right away, like – Yeah, you know, speak up and be like, hey, you know, we we probably shouldn't be doing this – and and who knows what part of the report is is incorrect as well because it, again it came after the Adam Schefter tweet so it could have been geared towards Adam Schefter saying he had off season surgery it could have been um, at any number of the reporters that were putting out different information as well uh, we won't really know until Andy Reid steps to the podium. Sean, you said this wasn't a good time to trade CJ. Because uh, we would have done it uh, if yeah, p- prior to the draft. I want to I want to throw this little stat out there. 
um, because it's interesting. And, and this is why I disagree with uh, your thought process in that. Rookie receivers in an Andy Reid offense in his entire tenure, only three have had a season over 500 yards. Only three. So it would be beneficial to Andy Reid if he was going to make a trade for a receiver that he brings in a veteran, somebody who can learn a playbook very quickly, get chemistry, who's experienced in the NFL versus bringing in, even at a younger age, but it would be better than bringing in a rookie if you need somebody to go and be that number one receiver. They may be the number two target behind Travis, but the number one receiver on the team, it would be better if you were going to make the trade for Chris Jones to go out and get somebody who's a veteran and it, that, that just matches better with what Andy does. I understand what you're going for there, but they're not going to give up the uh, quarterback of the defense for a receiver. Whenever Mahomes can do it with anybody. I don't, First off, I don't like I, I really want to know is the, is the asking price doable? This well, does the this asking price is a thirty million contract if he's wanting thirty million a year. Like, is it is it even doable? And if not, if it if it's really going to put a strain on our books and fuck us up for the years to come, I'm open to the idea of trading him. But if it's if it's doable and we can be comfortable with it, and we still have a plan going forward. Then I, you got to do everything in your power to give the man what he deserves. Because everybody's saying Chris Jones isn't a two time defensive player of the year, doesn't deserve uh, AD. And we're not talking about broken ass Anthony Davis. We're talking about the real AD here, Aaron Donald. Um, they doesn't deserve AD money. You, you just look at the last two years. Chris Jones is performing at or above the level of Aaron Donald. And the Rams are already regretting Aaron Donald's contract because, I don't know. Looking at it right now, the Chiefs have a total cap space of $71,000. Now, depending on structure, signing bonus, all of these things that wouldn't necessarily get attributed to this year's cap. Um, Yeah, it's totally, a deal is totally possible. It's just going to depend on structure. Now, is Chris Jones willing to take a back-ended deal without the guaranteed money on the last few years if we sign him to a three- or a four-year deal? I highly, highly, highly doubt that Chris Jones is not looking to get every bit of money that is available to him throughout whatever the life of the contract is. There is going to be some sort of guarantee, whether it's up front for a large portion of the money or a guarantee throughout each individual year. I think another reason that we should really get this deal done instead of dishing him or dealing him to another team is the, the possibilities of, like giving him more rest, like his uh, Mina Kimes uh, tweeted out, um, he played the most snaps of any defensive tackle if you count the postseason, second most if you're only counting the regular season. 
We have we have three defensive linemen on rookie contracts right now. We added Charles Amenehue. We could get. We don't have to play him as much. We don't have to give him as high risk of of playing time. Like if injury or uh, the decline of of his ability is is what we're worried about. We we pay him the asking price and then just dial back his playing time a little bit. Keep him in there for the I don't know the the high impact downs like the the really important moments of the football game but like you give him a little bit more rest and you maybe maybe baby him a little bit more and you just get the most out of you get the most out of him on that contract like his his you know his desire to be a chief and stay here is 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 very apparent I feel like if there's a if there's any way that you can get this done, you you lose Chris Jones on our defense, like that's a big hole. If we can get, if we can, you know, cut his snaps back just like a fraction, and have him like still have him on the D line, you know. Sorry to like be too arrogant, but like we're a, a lock for AFC Championship Super Bowl run again. Okay, like he is the anchor of that defense. You take him off that defense completely, and you know we're we're slipping. We're we're not as solid. That's that's like one of the biggest names in defensive line in football right now. He, he he's he's Aaron Donald from like four years ago. Agree. I would hate to lose. I would. I'm so. I, I would hate to lose him just because I love CJ and the way he plays and the veteran leadership that he brings to the team. But I'm at an impasse as well. Like uh, we don't win the Super Bowl without him. I think we can definitely build without him. We're gonna have to at some point, right? He's already. He's 29. Like there is gonna be a Chiefs team without Chris Jones, and I don't know what that looks like. The issue is, is can we afford to pay? Chris Jones and everyone else that we need to pay to make sure that we have that solidified team. And also what could we get for him? What is, what, what would be the availability to get somebody for him? Could you go out and get Justin Jefferson? Could you, I'm not saying, I'm not saying you can, I'm asking, could you, could you realistically go out and get Justin Jefferson who only has what another year left on his deal? Could you go out and get Amon Ross St. Brown? Who's only got two years in the league? Could you could you go out and get somebody of this caliber from a team who needs a defensive tackle, and then maybe more on top of that? Could you give Chris Jones in a in a third or a fourth and get back a true bona fide number one receiver and a second or a third back on top of that? You definitely could, uh, depending on what team you go for. I think. The receivers you named, the teams are going to try to build around them, no matter if they're getting Chris Jones or not. But I'm just saying those teams because I know for a fact that the Vikings do not keep their rookie wide receivers. We've seen that time in and time out. We've talked about that on on shows previous. So that's the only reason I bring up Justin Jefferson is are they realistically going to build around him? Because they are known for getting rid of their rookie wide receivers who are amazing, amazing talents. It could happen. You never know. I think the deal gets done. 
I do. I think the deal gets done, but I'm, I just like to play the devil's ad, advocate. I like to look out there. I mean, is there somebody who's willing to come in and get Chris Jones and give us a bona fide piece at somewhere that we absolutely need it at? Regardless if Pat can make any, we're still low in numbers on depth chart and we're low in veteran experience. What, what position other than wide receiver do you think we trade for? You think there's any other possibility or what other position do we No. I, so it, the, the thing is, is if we, the thing is, if we allow and with CJ, I think it's only going to be for definitely not going to be draft point. The draft is already gone. That doesn't help us this season. So it's going to be for a receiver that we're going to be able to sign. But that also opens up cap space by having CJ gone to go out and get help where we still need it as well, defensive end. You're not going to trade Chris Jones for a defensive end, but you could trade him for a receiver who brings in a receiver and possibly another pick and also use the cap space that's available to go out and get a guy like Jadavion Clowney or Yannick Ngakwe to cover that defensive end while we play Charles Aminiou and some of the other young guys that we've brought in on, on those rookie uh, rookie deals to come in and play that interior side. It's not the best move out there. It's not, but it does add depth in the areas that we need it and secures a young number one receiver who can step up when Travis Kelsey is also gone. It would be nice. I feel like that would literally be the only outcome for a trade with him. I don't think any of the names you named are really realistic. But... Yeah, I don't know how realistic they are. I don't. And and I don't think – I mean, maybe Debo Samuel's another one out there that you could maybe throw into that list. But, again, how realistic is it? If those aren't realistic, if those teams aren't willing to play ball, then like you, you do go and you sign. You just – you get it done with Chris Jones. That's it. That's it. If you're not going for a bona fide number one who can also bring in another draft pick and then you're also able to go out and sign a free agent defensive end to shore up that side of the line – there, there's no reason to get rid of Chris. I and if we're if we're gonna last thing I'll say about this topic, I think the only other scenario, if we find a trade partner that's willing to give us kind of like a a slurry of talent at different positions, if we could add another DB, if we could add a wide receiver that maybe is a, you know at the level of Kadarius Tony MBS he, if he's going to like jump to the top of our depth chart you know it's it, it's it's got to work out it's got to make sense if it if it fills a bunch of other smaller holes I'm down for it but perfect world we're keeping him okay cuz i mean like i said Aaron Donald from 5 years ago on this team you're you're talking about number one seed, Super Bowl contender, no doubts in anybody's mind. We're going to be back where we were last season. This is switching up here a little bit. Uh, there's been a lot of new throwback uniforms being brought out by NFL teams. One that I really love seeing right now is the Tennessee Titans. But you that brings to the question – should they be allowed to wear that since they're not even in Houston anymore and have nothing to do with oil? They're dope jerseys, but like if if you That's you a dumb question to ask. They've been outside of Houston for a very long time and they've worn them. Say, there's that, yeah, but also still. you you also allowed 
uh, the Chiefs to wear their helmet when they were the Dallas Texans as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think they've already set the precedence that as long as it's within your organization's history, okay. it's okay to do so. And I think that's fair. Like you can't have the 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 Chiefs do a, a Patriots theme from back, you know, whenever they had their old logo or whatever. But I think as long as it's within your franchise's history, I think it's okay. I don't know where this tweet came from. I do not think it was the Titans uh, official account or anything like that, but I saw somebody announcing that the, they were going to uh, allow the oiler blue or, or bring, they're bringing back the oiler blue in Tennessee. And the picture they used uh, had Ryan Tannehill in, in it. He looks terrible in it. But I mean, is he's not their quarterback going forward, right? He's their starting quarterback currently him. for this year. Oh, no, he is. he's he is their starting quarterback currently for this year. At, at least in practice. I mean, we'll see how far he makes it through the season. Certainly. But as as, as of right now, he's their number choice. one. You always got to you always got to show the QB one, but. Uh, you don't know if anybody knows what's going on in in Tennessee right now. You've got you've got Ryan Tannehill, you've got Malik Willis who you brought in on what what a fourth fifth round pick. And then you bring in Will Levis on a second round pick. I don't I don't think they know what they're doing. They're making plenty of questionable decisions. Questionable decision that I don't like. Uh everybody else on Twitter seems to love it. Creamsicles for Tampa Bay. One of the most horrendous uniforms ever seen. If you want to talk about, about horrendous, if you want to talk about horrendous, we can talk about the Colts jerseys right now. We can talk about the Colts jerseys. We could also talk about the uh the Bumblebee jerseys that uh that, that Pittsburgh has. I'm not ranking them as the worst. I'm saying they are one of the worst. The creamsicles are not good looking. Creamsicles had the had the Buccaneers make my top five in Jersey repertoires. Yeah. They're, they're pretty cool, man. Just like your opinion, man. We like the creamsicles. I enjoy the, uh, the Seahawks throwback too. Seahawks look good. There's also two ways to make a creamsicle drink. Pinnacle whipped vodka and orange juice or Jameson orange and Sprite. Both taste like creamsicles. Hmm. Which hmm. one do you prefer more? James and Orange and Sprite. <laughs> Keep those away from me. I will not be having any of it. You're fine. Disgusting. You're disgusting. All right. Uh, since we're on my opinions now, I guess we're going to go. It's It's time for my top five. Fuck, fuck the long pauses. It's uh, it's my turn to talk, fellas. Good like, I haven't been talking this whole goddamn time. So, as you listeners may or may not know, about uh, a week ago. About a week ago. All right. Uh, Sean's bachelor party. Simultaneously put on... In the same weekend as his fiance's soon-to-be wife bachelorette party, just not at the same place. We had more fun. Absolutely. 
And we burn more calories. <laughs> but uh, we went on uh, a float trip out in Ozark country, rode the Merrimack, uh, stayed at an Airbnb. I'm giving you my top five moments from the weekend. Um, I'm going to give you my honorable mention right out of the gate. We can have a little discussion about it. I did have fun when it happened, but I'm not very happy with the result. Uh, my honorable mention for the weekend was our wrestling match on Friday night. <laughs> Ty Bob and I went at it. Um, little, little far removed from uh, wrestling practices. I wasn't ready for any shot fakes or anything. I frequently found myself underneath this guy. Um, Pause. <laughs> Without without giving up too many points, I would say. But they then you know, I don't know whose bright idea it was to cap us at one minute rounds. But they they kept stopping us at one minute rounds. There was a scramble at the end of round one. You can see it in the video. I am clearly on top of him while he's on his back. I would have gotten a takedown. And I'd like that you've points. pointed this out a couple of times. I would like to point out that. When you say there was a scramble and I ended up on the ground, they had called time 10 seconds before that happened. Not 10 seconds. You were... My, I was on top when they arm, called time. Your arm and your leg and that's were when in my ended. clutches and I was rolling. There was... I mean... They had called time before that even happened. No. No, they didn't. And that's how you got a hold of my leg no, is I was stepping no. off. Okay. All right. But it doesn't matter because you ended up at the end, middle of the third uh, period, eight. on your back, ready to upchuck, my guy. <laughs> After I had the, the feeling was coming up, I, I wasn't fighting to get off, like to not be on my back. I was like, oh, this is not good. <laughs> I had whipped your tail for two rounds. We get to the third Dude, round. Nothing, man. I'm turning you over, and you go, I'm gonna barf up you. <laughs> match over right away regardless there will be a rematch scheduled at some time in the future we're not going to stick to one minute (laughs) (laughs) we're not going to stick to one minute rounds yeah I uh, I totally if I would have if I would have won the match it probably would have been number one on my list but (laughs) it's honorable mention I totally forgot how uh, how much more preparation like I, I do work out I forgot how much preparation it does take to be in like wrestling match shape. Those one minute rounds were kicking both of our butts. And I think that's why they decided to do that. <laughs> whoever did, because we were breathing very heavy. If we, we were also fucking rounds, drenched in sweat. Oh, my, my, my third round, uh, desperate attempt at a low leg single. Just, I slipped right off the back of your ankle. Like just really not a good, uh, concoction. Uh, it wasn't a good us. shot either. It. I tried something. I mean, I was already losing. I, there wasn't anything else I could That's do fair. besides That's try fair. something. Like, wasn't you guys were also like a bitch. You guys were also on slanted ground in a very limited space. Yeah. Yep, that's true. It was, a, it was a small circle, as they say. With literally everybody else just sitting in chairs watching you. We we got into over unders, and the only thing that was going through my mind was like. 
is either one of us gonna try a throw? Like, this is gonna suck if, if we do. Like, and then I was like, oh, okay, let's get out of this. Like, <laughs> I, I was trying to go for it and it was just too slippery and uh, <laughs> it wasn't gonna work. And like at the end, uh, at my my post game presser, my post match presser, uh, you stole the phone of somebody interviewing me. You did not want that aired at all. I, no. <laughs> Don't worry, it's going in the video. Not this video. It's You're going down next time, and then when we're tied up, we're gonna have to schedule another wrestling. Okay, it's just the way it works. I'll see you at WrestleMania. Anyways, continuing with my top five. Number five uh, was right when I showed up, Sean's reaction to my facial hair. <laughs> uh, I do not wish to have any pictures out where people can find them and use them to blackmail me. Um, but I did clean shave my face except for leaving this mustache and two Pikachu patches on my lower cheek area. Um, something that Sean had no idea. Uh, what They speculated leading up to the weekend. Everybody was supposed to shave their facial hair into something funny. <coughs> Tie Bob. Um, excuses. Um, but I clearly had the most uh, creative design, uh, and Sean was very happy to see it. Uh, I think it almost brought a tear to his eye, uh, not oh. because it was sentimental, because he was laughing. Yeah, it it brought that out of me. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. I couldn't say hello to Tybo. I just <laughs> laughing the whole entire time. I made I made a couple Pikachu noises uh, throughout the weekend, um, but yeah. Uh, moving on up to number four. Um, this was the first group game really played. Um, had a lot of fun playing beer hockey. Um, mostly because my shots were hidden. Hello, like, for, call it a finger drag, I guess. But, like, I had a couple slap shots. I had a couple of redirects. I, you know, I was just, I was on fire in beer hockey. Um, and, you know, outside of, bags and beersby and spike ball like this was a this was a big group game like more people got to join um i thought uh that was that's what made it so much fun and obviously because i was doing well and didn't lose anything um means it should be on my top five number three another group game uh the saturday night boom cup event um, who got hit hard? Brennan got hit hard. Uh, Jerry got brother. hit hard and he quit. <laughs> He's like, I'm not doing little this. little brother of the of the bride to be got hit pretty hard. I guess Jerry got hit hard and quit. Um, your brother um, got boom cupped a bunch, but he doesn't. He can't drink beer, and so the guy that was drinking for him had to drink a lot. Uh, the other Tyler, there were three fucking Tylers this weekend. Um, but Boom Cup was more fun than beer hockey to me because there was more participants, even even more guys. Almost everybody from the group played Boom Cup. If they didn't play, they were watching. Um, 
so yeah, just the the big group games had to make the top five because that's just a shit ton of fun. I mean, we were we were just plastered and chugging beer and having a lot of fun. Uh, number two, my guy hadn't seen him in such a long time, been bouncing around the country in the military. Um, but as we were floating down the river on the flow trip, we saw a tree that was hanging over the river pretty decently. And, uh, we suggested, or he, I think he suggested he was going to climb up it and jump off, uh, the idea got stolen. I think somebody else had the same idea. Um, climbed up the tree about halfway and jumped off. And Muri was all, Alex Muri was already swimming over to the tree uh, to go up right after him. But he had to one up him. He went all the way up the branch in, in this or tree, and this tree was 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 shaken as as he got to like the final point. Everybody from the raft is yelling, do a cannonball, please. Like, do a cannonball. He, when he finally comes down, he said he couldn't do it. So his alternative was the shittiest looking dive slash belly flop that I have ever seen in my life. He hurt himself <laughs> pretty bad. He said when he hit the water, one of one of his the sides of his face like kind of went black and he hit his <laughs> balls really hard and we see him come back up the water go onto his back and just kind of float there for a little bit and that's when he was just like trying to process the pain but it was epic like i didn't think he was going to get all the way to the top um i think the guy going before him and only going halfway really motivated him to do something even stupider um, but the whole, everybody who was at that point in the river got to watch it. Um, everybody got hyped. There was clapping involved. Um, great time. Arguably could have been the number one moment uh, on the whole float trip. Um, but I, my, my number one here is, is just going along with a theme that Sean and I have for our friendship. <laughs> um, at, at one point in time when we lived together at the fraternity house, uh, Sean beat me at a video game and I chucked an Xbox controller at his head. No, I was just watching that game. He lost to you somebody else. You didn't, you didn't beat me? I you, just, okay. You lost to well, somebody else, I was just sitting there. I have an affinity for throwing things at Sean's head. Um, and so as, as we were floating down this river, we had a 10 man raft and a bunch of tubes that were tied together, even though they say don't do that. Uh, we were, we commanded the whole river once when we were floating across down because we were just like a whole barge, uh, taking out people left and right. I mean, not really, but so you can imagine the, the, the tubes attached to the raft got out kind of far on the sides and, and Sean was at the end of one of the lines getting ready to run into a tree or a log or just the side of the riverbank. And he's calling for an oar. And me, being the captain of the ship, like 75% of the time, had an oar in my hand. So, as anybody would, with someone calling for an oar, they would chuck the oar over there. Like, here you go, dude. I don't think I was intentionally throwing it at his head, but he looked away right as I threw it, and it <laughs> hailed him on the side of the head. <laughs> 
And I got as much enjoyment out of that as anything from the entire trip. <laughs> I was I was laughing for much longer than anybody else was, but <laughs> it smacked him pretty hard. Yeah, I didn't feel bad at all. Yeah, I don't remember uh, that very well. He's, he's still here. <laughs> oh yeah, you you were you were fucked up. Oh you yeah. you were uh, probably the most fucked up on on the float. As it should have been. It was a good time. The only shitty part about the float was we ran out of beer just a little too early. (laughs) We brought plenty of food. Plenty of food, but didn't bring enough beer. We had seven coolers. But 13 guys. And we had to wait for like, what, an hour and 15, hour 20 to just even get on the river in the first place? No. Yeah, so we oh, went yeah. through quite so a few we, beers yeah, we to were get on. beers before we got out of the river. That's what did it. <laughs> but God, I mean, I've I've been on a handful of float trips, and that by far blows every other one out of the water. It was a lot of fun. It was my first uh, first time floating as an adult. It was a uh, it was a good time. Would like yeah, to yeah. do it again. Would like to do it again. What else is there to do in Missouri, bro? Like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Out out that way, absolutely nothing. (laughs) Can't do a float trip in Florida. You're going to die. Alligator's going to get you. You're going to get you. Well, you could go on a, you could go on an airboat tour. Those are pretty fun. Probably you won't pay for one of those. I I don't think they're that expensive. They won't pay for it. I would I would take a helicopter tour before I took an airboat tour. I don't fuck with the swamps. Well, you'll be fine. Just go hit up my the Everglades. Asshole, my asshole is like super tight anytime I'm near a body of water out here, dude. You're you're in a steel metal craft. It's large. You're elevated. You'll be all right. Get out there on an airboat. Have some fun. Come on down. Do it I, with me. I I will. <laughs> do not t- listen i got i got air air miles i got rewards points we'll be down there we'll go to the Everglades. yeah you can't check us out a, when i catch us a python i got a question for you guys uh excluding tybo's facial hair who had the best facial hair of the weekend You know, as far as creative design, it's really hard to give it to anybody but you. But I feel like the the imagery that I get with uh, Zach Dunn's facial hair uh, it was it was straight was up say. Ricky from Trailer Park Boys. Um, that's that's, that's who I feel like I'm going to give the edge to. That's what I was thinking of too. That was a good, that was a good, uh, good little shave up there. Good. I feel like cabbages could have been more creative. I've done the Triple H before. It's a it's a fairly common common one. I don't know. I don't want to drag him too much because I love the guy. But come on, how you really feel? <laughs> come on. I did. I told. I straight up told him to his face. It was boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. There's not much more news going on. Um, we do we have started camp, 
So injuries will probably start rolling through. We hopefully will have some Chris Jones contract news as it starts to roll around. Soccer season starting, so I'm going to be watching that until football season's rearing to go. Um, I don't know. Is there anything um, that you guys are super excited for at camp to be able to watch prior to – I mean, we've got a game. The Hall of Fame game comes up next week. I'm just looking what? forward to this is the last full week without football. This is the last full week. The Hall of Fame game starts on uh, – it is on the 3rd, so uh, a week in like three days we get uh, we get preseason football. I've been so focused on my job search and finally starting a new job that I have not paid attention to the timeline, guys. We're only we're not we're only a few days into camp, almost almost a week into camp. Um, so that's you know it, not not uh, too exciting right now. Not a whole bunch of news, but uh, it's going to start rolling around here soon. Well, you know, even though we're not like super high on our wide receiver position, I, I think the overall battle at the skill position, running back, tight end, wide receiver, is going to be very interesting to monitor as we get into the season. Those guys that are on the bubble, will they make the 53? Will they not? Are we going to let go of CEH? Is he even going to be worth a damn? You know, there's a lot of questions at this at the skill position, Um and let's just face it, we've got a bunch of mid going at it. Um, not a whole lot of standout players, um, especially in that wide receiver room. There's there's maybe three guys that are like a lock. Um, everybody else has got to fight. I'm excited to see what we do with, uh, I think it's Daenerys, 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 Daenerys. Prince, uh, the running back at we usually only keep three on the roster and my guess just with <clears throat> Clyde's contract situation, he's going to be the man to miss out just because we we've got jet. We've got Pacheco. Who's going to be the number one, one, a one B situation right there. You're going to keep Clyde and Daenerys going to get, uh, he, he's going to end up going to the practice squad as much as I would rather keep him than I would Clyde. Uh, that's going to be the unfortunate situation due to contract size. But um, how big I of a disgrace I'm, would it be if, you know, you you get drafted as a first round running back and then a few years later, you're a practice squad guy like <laughs> in this, this in this day and age? Like, yeah, I mean, personally, he's, he's going to feel disrespected. But at the same time, that's not out of the norm uh, for for guys anymore. The way that the running backs are going is, as we've seen in the news, the, the running backs held a Zoom meeting and then they um, uh, Josh. Uh, Jacobs was seen on a flight leaving Las Vegas. And so we're expecting an elite running back holdout potentially. Um, these guys need to be paid their worth. But again, that goes back to the CBA that we were talking about, which has been signed. And there's not really a whole lot that you could do about the CBA, given it's, you know, five years left on the deal. Uh, you, you can't just up and hold out on that. That, that That's not going to be good for the NFL. Or, or the players. So, and, and the NFL has shown they can move on, move on without running backs. We'll just run five. It's wide all Todd Gurley's fault. If he stays healthy, they still pay running backs. I can't disagree there. I mean, Todd, even, even for that time though, for they weren't really paying running backs. He was a guy that we thought would maybe change that perspective. Um, and I think he was the catalyst that caused the contracts to go where they are. Are you going to 
Chiefs camp? I've thought about it. Um, I'm going to keep checking the schedule and see if I can get out there. Um, the wife would like to go with me. So uh, I might be able to swing a, a weekend to get out there. I'll, I'll keep looking on the schedule. Um, might be the if, – if I don't, though, it'll be the first time I've missed in the last, I don't know, three or four years. Sad I don't have the guys to, to go with me here. Eat some Il Lazarone for me. Ooh. That is on the list. I think about that sure. on a weekly basis. Like, yeah, really. I took, uh, I took my half sister and her family there to the the downtown one um, when they came in town. Just as good. Yeah. You come Very to Kansas good. City, Sean. You want pizza? That's the spot to go. Traditional Neapolitan, real as a home. It's good. I'll be out there in October. Hey, oh, Cocktober, more like it. <laughs> this guy. Wait, what are you going to be there in October for? Uh, one of Aaron's friends is having their wedding in Kansas City. What? What's the date? October twenty-first. You're going to be there the weekend of the Chargers game, then. Yep. And so will I, because that's the Jerry. Jerry's going to that game yeah. too. Uh, but that's the. So that's the weekend of the big tailgate where Stone's mom comes in. Really? Stone usually doesn't come, but his should, mom uh, and her friends come. Just take that week off and stay through, and we can go to Whiskey Fest on the 28th. Ah, uh, shit. Here we go again. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> the boys, baby, the boys. <laughs> They're back in town. A lot of news going to be coming our way. We'll see what's going on with the Chris Jones contract situation. Hopefully good news for Kadarius Tony. We'll find out hopefully tomorrow. But as always, we will see you hopefully next week. We've been at an inconsistent pace, but I think we're getting back to normal. No, uh, no Josh Caraway. I, I haven't, uh, I, I don't believe he's going to come on their season starting up very soon, but we do have some exciting Guests that will be coming on, fans of other teams, to sit here and bow down to Chiefs Kingdom. You have no other choice. <laughs> you don't. You come on here, you bow to the crown, baby. Until next time, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Love you guys. <laughs>